the next film is oh. an alternate Joker story. Gotham has descended into purge-like condition. Chaos and order are two parts of humanity, but maybe mm. there's a greater evil of Alexa. That's gonna Luther destroy type. everything. Welcome back to New Rockstars. I'm Philip Molina. This is Rogue Theory. Uh, you can't hear anything that was just said here. Instead, we're talking about Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and how we know it inspired a lot of other Jokers, but how's it going to inspire the Jokers over at Warner Brothers? Oh, also, uh, so uh, a lot of these people have some really interesting theories on it. Uh, real quick, uh, speaking of theories from the show, but not DC, Marvel theories. We're going to be live at LA Comic Con this Saturday. Whoa. What's the date on that? Uh, the 13th, 12th? The 12th. <laughs> yeah, the 12th uh, at 3 p.m., I think. Yes. Uh, and just look us up on the LA Comic Con page. Uh, and our panel will be there throwing out some rogue theories about what's actually going to happen in the MCU for Phase 4 and 5, which kind of feels like they're not telling us what the real big bad is going to be. So we'll get into it then. But on today's episode, we have Eric Voss. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! yeah! <laughs> Uh, Eric Faust's uh, biggest fan, Dan Torson. Yeah. Uh, as a comedian. So happy yeah. to be with this. Uh, and, <laughs> and then uh, Marina Masters is back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. All right, all right. It's funny because we're on the same team. I was going to say, yeah, they don't know that you know her. That's yeah, true, yeah. that's true. On this episode, we're going to make some final Rogue predictions about also the Breaking Bad movie, El Camino, wow. uh, before its release. A uh, Real quick, uh, last week, Zach Huddleston, off-screen producer, got the uh, most answers right about what was going to happen in the <laughs> Joker movie, and thus we're forced to look at this weekly until he gets uh, dethroned by the predictions about El Camino this we'll week. See. Guys, Joker made a ton it's of true. money last weekend, yeah. and yep. it's there's already awards talk. It's also having like a reverse Last Jedi whole thing in the cultural discourse happening. So there's a lot uh, of buzz going on about this, but basically that means that they have a hit on their hands. Joker uh, is inspiring the people at uh, DC and at Warner Brothers a lot. Uh, there's obviously a lot of people are saying no this movie's not going to have a sequel but it could right they've changed their minds a lot but also people have changed it, their minds before and especially about the way that they're approaching their cinematic right. universe because yeah. they've probably been looking for a new solution so I want to hear theories rogue theories on how the release and success of Joker is going to affect the DC cinematic universe whatever they call it the DICU so <laughs> they call it that. Yeah, I think that's a general term. My yeah. theory is, I, I'm calling this a Joker multiple choice. Uh, and I'm going to explain what this means. So I think leave it at that. Just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> drop the mic. Yeah. Uh, I almost said mic the drop. The <laughs> idea I had was, uh, so um, fans of the Joker know that this movie is borrowing very much from Alan Moore's The Killing Joke graphic novel, which uh, famously depicts the Joker in an origin story as a failed comedian. But the line that everyone remembers is the Joker saying, if I'm going to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. And um, a brief spoiler warning if you have not seen Joker yet, but I'm not going to say everything that happens in this movie. It ends with this kind of uh, open-ended scene that suggests that everything that we've seen in this movie might be from an unreliable narrator. It might be fiction that right. the Joker or this character, this mentally uh, ill person, is presenting as his kind of wish fulfillment story. So what if... The next film, imagine a trailer that goes back to that Arkham Asylum or Arkham State Hospital scene where the psychiatrist goes, yeah, but that was all bullshit, right? And he goes, yeah, it was a joke. You wouldn't get it. But what about this? 
And then the next film is ah. an alternate Joker story, a, jo- a alternate Joker origin story that is completely different. Not it Arthur starts Fleck, at the beginning. Entirely new name. Starts uh, at the beginning. Completely but different still background. Still Joaquin Phoenix. Still Joaquin Phoenix. But let's say in <gasps> this one, same actor. Uh, same actor. Instead of a Zach struggling Banatos. comic. <laughs> yeah. What is his name now? <laughs> what if he is a returning vet? from the battlefront mm, mm-hmm. and yeah. he's struggling to get the help that he needs. Society has abandoned him as society has right. uh, abandoned a lot of our vets and the he's now applying his uh, war uh, yeah. experiences to urban life. The mm-hmm. way that many people believe uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, the way yes. he got his scars was from right. a, yeah. a, an IED or something like that. Do you try to eat one? You <laughs> yes. shouldn't eat those. You yeah. shouldn't eat those. But the idea, uh, so that would be the next movie. We see an entirely new Joker <laughs> oh, multiple wow. choice selection. So multiple choice option A yeah. was what we just saw with Arthur Fleck. Um, multiple choice option B would be some other um, Batman actor uh, changes to a name like uh Cody Bale. <laughs> but the idea, uh, so that would be the next movies. We see an entirely new Joker oh, multiple wow. choice selection. So multiple choice option A yeah. was what we just saw with Arthur Fleck. Uh, multiple choice option B would be some other um, Batman actor uh, changes to a name like uh, Cody Bale, <laughs> you know, like C Bale, Christian Bale, oh, yeah. you know, oh, instead yeah. of our uh, Fleck. So uh, the third one could be section. some <laughs> other uh, possible Joker uh, apocryphal fiction, right? Like um, another story that Heath Ledger's character told, like his wife was a gambling addict uh, and then he carved up his face to make her feel less bad. And that's the story that we see. Yeah. He's going to all be based on other Scorsese movies instead of Taxi Driver and the Gang of Comedy. It could be a gangland tale. Like um, you're, ca- you're like kind of you essentially know. pitching like the, sh- what is it? Schrodinger's cat? Of mm-hmm. like of like yeah. Joker origin it's stories, Joker right? In the box. Yeah, it is both yeah, alive. Right. Uh, Joker like... is both alive and dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it doesn't matter until we open the box. Mm-hmm. But that box of Joker will always stay closed. Significantly right. rogue That's theory. That's very good. Yeah. That. I like that. What yes, I will sir. say is a, yeah. terrible stakes for every other Joker movie. Where they're right. like, well, none of this is real. It's all the. I totally agreed, but I but think the, what all movies are. Fresh. What I can imagine yeah. Todd Phillips saying is like, listen, the character the Joker is unique in that we do not ever know definitively what his origin is and by uh, ending yeah. his movie that way maybe he wants to tell a series of films to prove that point and drive mm-hmm. it home for everyone right. who knows about what the Joker is and right. the, the best yeah. argument for that being the truth is what you said at the beginning he purposely left it open for you to wonder wait what here was real yeah. right. so you uh, could just uh, double down on that yeah. Yeah, so you got three Joker movies that you can put Joker option B or, yeah. or Joker uh, returning home from war or, or Joker um uh, War Haunted or something like that. Mm-hmm. Those are the next couple movies that they could do with yeah. this uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. And they're yeah. arguably not sequels. Yes, like, they're not. They're, they're not. Because they said they wouldn't. Hollywood Reporter is like, yeah, it's a sequel. But yeah, right. everyone yeah, else yeah. would be like, no, it's a new alternative. Uh, yeah, podcast listeners, uh, uh, you might not be surprised to learn Eric earned a rogie. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ding, 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 We should add a sound effect. A yeah. horrible sound effect. Horrible sound. Dan, what do you got? Hey, guys. Oh, my God. I think that this is obviously right for a sequel, even though that's clearly stated that they don't I, I want agree, to make yeah. one. The money is there. Mm-hmm. The tone is there. Mm-hmm. DC has found that dark tone that really grounds it in a way that whether you liked the film or not, I think it's like easy to say that it was like, it's that tone that I, I don't think that DC has hit very well. It's very yet. watchable. Yeah, it's very watchable. Um, it didn't feel like two hours. But watchable. Yeah, polarizing yeah. watchable. It's also like actor bait. I think anybody could see it as oh, a sure. character totally, study. Yeah. You know. I would want to be part of that universe as an actor. Like, oh my gosh, you get so much free reign to really explore the humanity of every character. Mm. Um, we don't have a lot of superpowers or anything like that yet, but obviously that grounds it, but that'd be an interesting thing to 
to take on. I, I kind of digress with that. Um, but but yeah, I think it's it's very ripe for a sequel. My thought is that it will turn into a trilogy of its own. Mm. Um, Ooh, like okay. a Nolan-esque yeah, kind of yeah, trilogy. Yeah. Ooh, I love Nolan-esque. Uh, these are all yeah, Nolan-esque. <laughs> well, yeah, we get the idea that now Joker's kind of the hero and Batman's more of the anti-hero. I think from the implications of... Definitely uh, economically speaking. Bruce Wayne's father, Thomas mm. Wayne, and like how he affected the Joker's mm-hmm. life, whether you believe that he's... Joker's father or not? I don't know if we can say that, yeah. but like that definitely has far-reaching implications, and his like economic stranglehold on the city. I mean, yeah. people yeah. were so willing to rise up in mm-hmm. the Joker movies, like three murders, which are probably not that uncommon in a city like that. Yeah, inspired people to go crazy. Well, yeah. that that was probably part of the point to them was how many people die in our city every day, but three wealthy white boys right. die. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And let's not totally. forget, it was Thomas Wayne going on the news and saying they're part of my family. Yeah. Right, they're yeah. clowns because right. they're mm-hmm. poor. Yeah, so exactly. anyone who's it's not everyone off. Right. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, so the state of, of Gotham is certainly you know uh, filled with tension. I think that's the thread that you pull. I think that's the, the heart of it, is that it's following that political thread that people, I think, resonated or didn't like resonate. You know, polarized people, whether you feel like Kind of left out, like um, Occupy Wall Street or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, mm-hmm. like um, continue to understand, like why did Batman? Why was he ever necessary? Why is the city so full of crime to begin with? Like why? Mm-hmm. Why is someone like Batman necessary? Other than like economically, is it Wayne Enterprises that's really you know has a monopoly? Maybe? Yeah, taking yeah. over everything in a way that makes people push back. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like in the Nolan series. You know, Batman sort of creates Joker with his theatricality. Right. Mm-hmm. I think the reverse could be true in this this world Ooh. where mm-hmm. Joker creates Batman. Yeah. You know, they, yeah, there's a vacuum there that needs to be filled. And then the third one, just to go even further, you know, I think there's a third villain where we get a Joker Batman team up. Those two come together. We get chaos. We get order. And Joker we, Batman we get two team up. Sides of the same coin. I mean, it is pretty rogue. Why? Wow. Are they, why do they team up? Some third villain, I think, that rep- represents like an inhumane aspect or something like that. Like chaos and order are two parts of humanity, but maybe mm. there's a greater evil of a Lex that's gonna Luthor destroy type everything. Yeah. that's mm. like, yeah, destructive in its like complete. Because the Joker uh, needs like affirmation and he needs like, right. the, like he's dancing on the, you know, but he's dancing on the car at the end and it's like he finally has what he wants. And if those people go away, like if that chaos goes away, like he goes away, right? Yeah, so for like sure. both yeah. of them would be like, no, we need to keep things not the way they are, but at least here. I could yeah. see that team up. Well, what's yeah. really interesting about it being a team up against Lex Luthor mm-hmm. is that obviously, you know, you were saying the Occupy Wall Street thing, and that's what the Joker is representing is a, the populist movement of we got to take down the rich guy. But then they did, right? Thomas Wayne is no, is no yeah. longer relevant after this movie. And then if Bruce Wayne were to theoretically take over, but we all know Bruce Wayne doesn't go do that. He hangs out with Liam Neeson instead. Right. So <laughs> there's a vacuum in terms of the the wealthy, the face of mm-hmm. you know the, the haves, and who better than Lex Luthor, yes. who is basically evil Wayne Corp with his, mm-hmm. his Lex Corp. So he introduces another uh, like class warfare kind of thing. But then it is interesting if Batman is back. You know, Batman's not siding with a, a Lex Luthor type. But yeah. him siding with an Arthur Fleck type is also pretty crazy. Yeah. But I guess he's a kid. But it's necessary. Yeah. Well, also, yeah, he knows him already. Also, yeah. well, does he, he just know him or are they brothers? Well, right. I think they're brothers. 
I don't know right. if we uh, have speculations on that, but I, well, I think we that, are we sure. all brothers and sisters. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Please so, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, they might have some of the same crazy gene because mm-hmm. yes. they have the same dad with his twisted oh, weird yeah. sperm. Is the crazy gene Gene twisted Hackman, like Luther, coming back for a cameo? Oh, the super cut of him just laughing maniacally. It's fantastic. Just him. Look it up. Dan, it took a while for you to get to, but. I think it's he worth two rogues. All right, thank you. Right. Both of those were were crazy. There, uh, in general, everything you said was crazy. But then specifically, also a Batman Joker yeah, team up movie. That's rogue. not something pretty that crazy. Pretty rogue. Yeah. Pretty, pretty rogue. Yeah. yeah, out there. My turn. So, uh, everybody who, or well, some people who know me know that I love horror. Uh, so this goes into that uh, realm of things. Horror. Yes, me too. It's so great, and it's Halloween time, you guys. Mm. Uh. The Joker. Basically, the the plot of this movie is that it's the Purge. Okay, so it's oh. immediately after the Joker ends, maybe like a couple days or months later. But basically, Gotham has descended into Purge-like conditions. Okay, and Joker like has his attention. He has what he wants. He doesn't need to be the star of this. He, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix can be in it if he wants, but he's not going to get another Oscar, so he probably doesn't care. So this is about, <laughs> sorry, too real. Yeah, so this is about the way that all the other villains come to be. It's the, all of their origin stories, mm. okay? And I'll give you a pitch for two of them and then a new hero. So just like in The Purge, you follow one uh, like little family, or there's a bunch of purges, but you follow have one... Have you also seen all the Purge movies? Yes, of course. No of course, of <laughs> yeah. course, of course. In theaters, yes, I have. Uh, that and the Blair Witches. And, yes, I have. And, and uh, Paranormal Activity. And Paranormal yes, Activity. Yes, I've seen all those, those too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're great. How many Blair Witches are there? Um, Enough to keep me out of the woods. Oh! <laughs> 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 Where, what was I talking about? You you led me into the woods. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So just, yes, so like the Purge movies, you follow one like good like good cop right he's trying to protect this little like group of people or like one family or one like group of teenagers or whatever so this is this movie follows Harvey Dent okay but this is obviously a different Harvey Dent so Harvey Dent like in Joker, so in Joker they reference um, that he was a spoiler or whatever tied to a radiator as a child by his mother's boyfriend who was abusive at the time when he was like maybe eight or nine or something, and so um, this in my mind like this sort of because the social services has been cut and you know it's people are not I mean this still happens now but like when you call the police for help with domestic violence it's very hard to prosecute so Harvey Dent is a lawyer who was abused as a kid and he goes into public service because of that so his face is messed up already it's not at the end of his life it's at the beginning of his life oh interesting so he was tied to a radiator as a kid and his Uh, face is messed uh, up yes and so he half of his face because those things actually really do get hot if you're like in New York and they have those old ones like I've definitely burned myself on those so he was abused by someone as a kid and he has half of his face messed up and that's from childhood and it's the opposite of what normally happens so people are pretty people are good looking and people are nice to them and so this guy is a good kid but he has a messed up face so everyone treats him as if he's a bad guy people think he's a criminal Mm. people think he's like a bad lawyer so he grows up and he becomes a public defender he's not the district attorney he's just an overworked public defender he's trying to do good for the people and he Come, he like is an adult, and he beca- and he's existing in this purge reality that the Joker has set off, mm. right? So we follow him through the course of this movie, like just trying to make it, just trying to keep. He's our protagonist. He's our protagonist, right? 
And so we just try to stay with him to keep himself alive. And he's trying to protect people along the way, whether it's his clients or people he runs into, whatever. So, but also, so that's our main character, but also we also see the rise of Penguin, okay? Who is a one percenter. Right? Yeah, yeah. couple pots. Mm. Mm. Old money. Old. <laughs> that name is so funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he is a one percenter and we see his rise, right? And so he's one of these guys who is, uh, It's I think it's called like escape pod capitalism or escape hatch capitalism. Define. Which, which, well, that exists now, which is like people, very, very rich people now who know that global warming is happening and the earth is ending. And so they're buying yachts. They're buying like... Uh, underground bunkers and they're like buying islands so that they can literally when the what? oceans rise yeah, yeah. like Eric are you doing that no <laughs> <laughs> you are now don't we could pull it all it of our <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. bring it all up. your secrets out you, yeah, yeah they're gonna find my <laughs> ark <laughs> yeah he's not doing it the Old normal school, he's yeah. doing yeah, it with a bunch of exotic the, animals yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, Noah is the original escape pod that's right uh, that's right us, so. he had insider trading info from God yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, is a, an escape pod capitalist so he's been preparing for this and he thought it was going to be global warming right but he's the penguin so it ends up being this purge like atmosphere so he's been preparing he has like guns, he has private security forces because he's super rich. And he They're dressed like penguins. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah, yeah. they're 100%. Because the ice caps are melting. Right. They're, they're they, somewhere. They bring yeah. in penguins as part of their lethal force and they take over the city. Like, well, now that is part of my theory. But yeah. They uh so, Polar bears too. Yeah, exactly. Eric got a quarter. No, that's mine! Uh, well, you still obviously stole it theory. from Eric. All right, fine. So there's penguins everywhere, right, guys? <laughs> Uh, so, but he comes to power, and we see him go from just a rich guy to basically participating in the purge, becoming a supervillain uh, through his money and through private security, and just like essentially being free to wreak havoc as part of the purge. The other uh, character that we're going to see uh, become a bad guy is Scarecrow, right? But he's in Arkham Asylum or Mental Hospital or G General Hospital, whatever it is. Um, he's working at the same time as I don't know her name, but the psychiatrist. Yeah, I don't think mm -hmm. we get her name. We know we the don't one get her name. the story yeah. is Deborah Kane. Not the one when the... he's outside of the asylum, yeah, but the one right. that he's inside yeah. the asylum with. So he, it's implied that he at least murders her or attempts to murder her. <laughs> that, you know, enough that blood is down the hallway. And uh, so he's working in the same time. Like he is, he sees that trauma. Right, like his coworker gets murdered essentially in front of him. Right, he just gives up and starts letting people out. Right, he gives up. He starts. He like starts participating in the purge, and we see Scarecrow be go from stable psychiatrist psychologist to this is too much for me, and we see him go start participating in you know hatchet murders or whatever you want. You know what I like there with the uh, so he's working at Arkham mm -hmm. when that final scene in yes. Joker takes place and mm -hmm. theoretically murders happen. Is I mean I'm I'm gonna stretch it, but there's a, the thematic potentially relevant moment of he's you know in his office or something or he opens his door mm -hmm. and he sees Joker's bloody footsteps yes. and he decides to follow him. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. that's Love great. That. Yeah. That's Kretzel. very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant. Where does this go? Like, where does this go? No, I did not mean E.T. Exactly like E.T. Good, nice. A rogi awarded to Marina for 
Falls, a great sequel, uh, nice. crossover. Yes. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, I'd watch it. Love it. <laughs> of course, we all, uh, all right. Uh, let me just hear him again real quick so I remember, and then I'll ward out any additional rogues that uh, your tweet version deserves. So starting with Eric again. All right. Joker multiple choice. Every story of the Joker's origin <laughs> is a lie. Okay, gotcha. great. Yeah. It had some weird punctuation. Okay. Colon, colon, every <laughs> joke. You didn't want to use Schrodinger's every Joker? Every story? Yeah. I paused for a gasp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. You know, I always leave spaces in my tweets for gasps. Yeah. Uh, gasp. yeah. Um, I guess mine uh, boiled down would be Joker uh, hero Nolan-esque trilogy. Okay, you're allowed to use other words in tweets. Like, <laughs> I don't just, have What's your hashtag? Account. What's your hashtag? Reddit, Reddit um, doubling your characters, you, they have it for you. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag Joker be good? Oh, yeah. This one's going to be a hit. Joker be good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, I knew I'd say, yeah. Got it. Yeah, this. Who's that sound we're looking for? laughing when I said before you understood what I said. <laughs> You're the host. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. so Arthur Fleck does that. Do. Yeah. Yeah. You told uh, me to laugh at everything you uh, said that's true. before yeah. this. Uh, yeah. Marina, uh, in a tweet. Uh, Joker 2, colon, the purgeoning. And uh, hashtag uh, Joker's not in this. <laughs> I love that you said the purgeoning. The purge is already a noun. You don't have to like. Yeah, but it can't. It can't co- for copyright purposes. It can't be the purge. Oh, sure. It's, Universal so it has versus to be, Warner. That's right. It has to be the purge or something. The purge. It's it's p e u r. It's it's French. It's Swedish purge. It has an umlaut over the top. Because you said purgeoning, I was going to take away a point from you, but you only have one. So it's purgeoning. I'll leave it. <laughs> the the, the purgeoning. All right. Uh, let us know in the comments if any of those uh, got you excited uh, for what could happen, or if you hated all of it. You can also let us know. Just make sure to tweet at the person directly. But whoever by the end of the episode ends up with the most rogies gets their wish to come true. Oh. I have their wishes here. Oh. But also, we're going to get to uh, what we think is really going to happen with that El Camino movie that they're being so vague about uh, right after we thank our sponsors. This episode of New Rockstar's Rogue Theory was sponsored by Keeps. Two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. The good news? With today's advancements in science, Keeps offers proven treatments that can combat the symptoms of hair loss. Keeps has revolutionized the way men are treated for hair loss. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get medication delivered to your home. No more waiting rooms and no more pharmacy checkout lines. Get doctor attention and discreet drug delivery, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you are ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com rockstars to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot rockstars. Okay, El Camino, the Breaking Bad sequel, <laughs> debuts this week on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, that means that if this is our last time to be able to talk about it before we know what actually happens in it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of questions circling. What is the, the truth of what we find Jesse in? Uh, who else is going to show up? All, all kinds of questions. So we pushed our questions on you guys. 
you guys have some answers that you've thought out. Yes. You're going to uh, be wagering pretty heavily on this. If you win, you get to replace off-screen producer Zach Huddleston. Ooh. Uh, his headshot on the back there, uh, podcast listeners, it's horrifying. <laughs> uh, you get to go uh, up there if you get if you get the most right. And then do we come up with what happens if, if you're the worst? Oh, you, no. You're just about positive reinforcement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're fired happily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. You're released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. free. Question number one. <laughs> Does Jesse survive? Survive the movie El Camino. Yes. 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 That's okay. my answer. Yes. Great. All right. I'm very. Is, do I keep it to one word? Yes or no? I'm very no, split on no this. No reason for Marina to keep it as short as she just. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. Yes, he dies. I'm going to oh. say it's incredibly meaningful. He goes out on his own terms. Boo. I feel like he is the antithesis of Walter White. Walter White started good and really became bad, yes. and Jesse started bad and is going to become. Good, and I think you know we could even get a similar death that mirrors Walter's, but that is ultimately has consequences that are like far more far-reaching mm. in the positive than His in the negative. His death solves cancer. His yeah, death it does. Solves yeah. cancer. Yeah. Solves it. Doesn't cure it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, just it was a mystery. Why. Yeah. Why uh, the mystery of <laughs> cancer? Yeah, I think it's something along those lines. But I. That's for that good, reason, but I just hate it. I, that's good. I that's very it. I good. I just hate it. But I just hate you. I hate you. So I can't uh, support it. So I'm going to say, yes, he dies. Um, okay, I, the question was, does he survive? <laughs> but you keep saying, yes, he yeah, dies. Yes, yes, he dies. <laughs> to answer your question directly. He's framing it as a good thing. He dies. As a positive yeah. thing. Um, I think Jesse absolutely survives. Yes, there thank you. There's no way they're going to kill him off because he has suffered so much. I do agree with that. And in fact, I watching the El Camino trailer, it feels like there's even some like, Christ resurrection imagery yeah. with Jesse Pinkman. Like there's like his uh, disciples who he returns mm -hmm. to and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> he, he's like uh, washing his body off. He has like whip marks mm -hmm. on his back as if he's but like But how Christ does that body. story enter yeah. Christ? Yeah, exactly. He ascends. Christ he ascends. He ascends. He ascends. He ascends. How is Jesse place? Pinkman going to do he's, it? An elevator? I think, no, like you don't <laughs> die again when you ascend. Yeah. You move on. You're already in the spiritual form mm -hmm. and you just ascend off into a sunset, not a death. Like mm -hmm. he, he goes off into his paradise, which yeah. for him is Mexico or wherever yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's going to die. I think he has some other kind of unfinished business. See him as a ghost in the story. Maybe his his arc is already complete, but he has this kind of form of afterlife mm -hmm. where he still has unfinished business that he's got to close the book on before yes. we say goodbye to him. Yes, yes, gotcha. yes. Yeah. He sounds very dead in a lot of the things you said. You call him a ghost. Yeah. You can yeah. call him already dead. Yeah. You could say that gotcha. like seeing Andrea die in a way was like the death of his heart. Sure. And he, at that point, he just has like more to do. Marina just had a stroke. I just, I want <laughs> to change my answer. Okay, he makes everybody thinks he dies. Ooh. And then he's free forever. Like, like he doesn't. McBride and he's bound down. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So he fakes his own death. Yeah. Who, Great. like, two episodes later is back alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of possibly fake deaths, is Walter White actually dead or might he be alive and might he come back in this movie? I'm going to say he is uh, He is still alive. I know. Uh, really? It's, it's, oh, yeah, I know. think he's dead. But the only reason, <laughs> I, I, for certain, when I watch that uh, finale, the guy's dead. It's going to be crazy if he doesn't die yeah. there. But uh, somebody did email us. They went to New York Comic Con and they saw this, like, you know, a uh, cork board with a bunch of yarn. And it's like the crime investigation. They have all of, like, Jack Welker's people. They have Jesse Pinkman's mugshot. And under all the people who died in the finale, it says deceased under them. It does not say deceased under Walter White, a.k.a. Heisman. Wow. Ooh. And this is a significant amount of time later, so it's not right. like they don't know. <clears throat> I speculate in one of the videos that we did on it that, like, 
you know, a film theorist, I think, did a whole thing how, like, you see the APB person touches poles. Right, and, right. And, like, oh, if, if you were shot there, having, like, it, it, there it's was survivable. no exit wound. Yeah. And uh, if you had cancer at the time, that might cause your blood, blood to clot. clot more likely than if you did it. There's <laughs> well, all these yeah. like studies that say yeah. that Walt could have survived. I don't I don't know if that's the case, but I think it would be very interesting if he did survive and the cops try to keep him alive so that they could prosecute him yeah, and throw him on bars for and push sure. him out in prison Ooh. the way Hank wanted him to. Yeah. So so you kind of went a couple different ways, but mostly you're saying he's back. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's alive. Wow. Wow. Great. All right. Uh, what do you think, Dan? Uh, alive maybe, but yeah. Uh, barely alive, maybe just kept. I could see the first scene in that instance being like cutting right back to that part where they're pulling him off the ground. They're going like he's barely with us, taking him to the ambulance, taking him to the hospital. I personally think he's gonna stay dead. I think that won't happen. I think narratively, it's a decisive death. It's meaningful. I think we can show his impact on the characters and the story through flashbacks. Mm -hmm. I love Walter White. I want to see him alive again, but I think that would cheapen, that would tamper with retcon a little bit too it's much. Perfect of the way it a, is. A Pretty perfect TV show. But you think so, he might be in a coma. Well, I was just saying that off of Eric's idea more than anything. Mm -hmm. I think that he does die. Yes, he's not alive. Yes, he's not alive. He okay. does not survive. <laughs> yes, he's not alive. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> yeah, so I think he's dead. He's dead because it's perfect. End of story. Goodbye forever. Great. All right, guys, what is the final scene of the movie? You can go final shot if you want, or you can go final scene. I'll go with final shot. So I think Jesse in the third act will make it back to the neo-Nazi meth compound. Mm. And I think as part of dismantling Walt's legacy, will blow up this cool. lab. And then the last thing we'll see is like Inglorious Bastards uh, swastika uh, burning. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I love that. Cool. Um, I think it will be a similar pulling away shot where Jesse's down on the ground. I also like to imagine he's overdosed. Oh. Now, not that he goes oh. back. Not that he goes back. Wait, wait, wait. Give like, him a chance. Overdose on what? Candy? <laughs> like candy. Candy. Thank you, yeah. Philip. Yeah. Thank you for not yeah. jumping to a movie. Yeah. No, on blue candy meth. Be, uh, not candy meth. But as a way of being like, yes, I'm, a, I'm blowing something up or I'm doing something. I'm about to die. I'm going to kind of be close to my ex-girlfriend the way that oh, she went yeah. out. And knowing that you're going to die anyway. Mm -hmm. So sort of like, might as well go out feeling high on meth. Oh, you mean yeah. Jane. Yeah. Jane, yeah. Yeah, Jane. Jane, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing, just that Jesse will return to drugs in this movie, he think, but he, you also think he'll die at the end, and fade away, and join yeah. uh, rabbit I. dog mouth Jane <laughs> yeah. in their yeah. Canadian heaven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they meet up uh, in Ghost New Zealand. Yeah. And then, uh, Marina, what do you think the uh, final scene is? Okay, so he shot? drives, he, so you think it's gonna ex end the exact same way as El Camino? Or I mean, um, Breaking Bad, he's driving away, but except he's driving into Canada, right? Mm -hmm. Cuts to black, and you're like, oh, okay, this is the end of the movie. Oh, great. <laughs> and then it comes back. We follow a guy, just like some guy, gotcha. some character okay. we don't know mm -hmm. yet, into the snow in Canada. He finds a cabin in the woods, knock, does a special knock. Je old Jesse opens the door. Old Jesse. This character that has been introduced hands him a wad of cash, and he hands him blue meth. And that's oh. the end. So he brought oh. it to Canada. But it's in Canada, and he ha and he's the only one who knows how to do it, and he doesn't, like, he still, it's the only skill he has. So he has to go back to it, but he lives a life of peace and solitude, and he only lets this one guy deal, and that's the way it is. And Meanwhile, there's realistic. some addicts in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Montreal, also, there's no like advancements. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no but they have great health care. Drug, drug delivery is yeah. still, yeah. you knock on a door, get handed a baggie, there's no mm -hmm. drones or mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, I just want to ask, uh, how many times times are we going to hear Jesse Pinkman say bitch in this Ooh. movie? I think once. I think at one time. <sighs> one time, it's going to be his final line. It's going to be like, burn, bitch. 
27. Yeah. It's going to be like, I'm skipping you. It's 27 so because it's like, remember when 24 was on TV and, and uh, Kiefer Sutherland found out that people would do drinking games from him saying, uh, there's no time, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. But uh, the but Jesse Pigment, the actor, uh, knows that, that people are doing drinking games uh, on Netflix. Gonna so he's going to work in a lot of. Uh, sure. Gotcha. Like yeah. Dan, how many times? I would say, I think it's going to be the rule of threes. Mm. I think we're going to get like a soft one. I think we're gonna get one that's like soft bitch. Uh, I think we're gonna get one that's like kind of like an offhanded one. He's not calling someone a bitch, but he's like, man, life's a bitch. Yeah, or something. yeah. And then yeah, it's gonna when be when he's like, like magnets, bitch. bitch. Like, yeah. And we'll do uh, prices right rules. Uh, closest without going over. No, <laughs> so dollar. no, dang it. <laughs> it's okay. Here's just twenty-seven. So. Okay, cool. So that's uh, those are our Breaking Bad questions. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't have to reward Rogies there, but I'm gonna give Marina one. Yay! Because uh, she gave us so much movie. Yeah, <laughs> it, I love it, it, Wolverine yeah. tie in there too. Just the yeah. person who knocks oh, his yeah. adamantium claws. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Canadian wilderness. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Secret yeah. blue meth. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, so we're gonna dive into our last segment here. It's gonna be rogue questions. Uh, Rogies are up for grabs. It could totally change the point total. Everything could change. Okay. Remember that the uh, winner at the end of this with the most rogies gets their wish to come true. Yes. Uh, all right, and I'm sure they're selfish wish wishes uh, and nothing that we can't make happen on this show. It came out this week that Jared Leto was upset to be left out of the Joker. Oh. What? Yeah. Does he know that he doesn't isn't the lead in it? Yeah, uh, what's wrong with him? So what do we need to do to make it up to Jared Leto? Nothing. Like, oh. Mail him some of yeah, our shit. Mail him some <laughs> dead cat or like uh yeah. used condoms, wasn't that one of them? I think so. Oh. Yeah. Uh uh, Marina, you get another one for yeah. not bringing up the gross thing that I yeah. totally forgot about Jared Leto. Uh, guys, a new Spider-Man ride being built at Disneyland will supposedly let guests shoot webs out of their wrists. Uh, what's the best use of uh, wrist webs while you're at Disneyland? <laughs> Disneyland? Disneyland. Uh, it's when you're uh, like at the back of the line, but you know how it loops around and you can see the front of the line? You grab the person in the front of the line, you switch yourself, so you are actually in the front of the line, yeah. and then okay. it's so fast that and nobody sees you. And you definitely snapped you. her neck. <laughs> yeah. You're Gwen Stacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are the full, like, yeah, high-density wiring, yeah. like, yeah, webs, yeah. like... Oh boy! I would say just messing with the characters, you know. You gotta mess <laughs> yeah, with those just characters. Just around the park. Just messing, just messing all over them. Pulling uh, their heads off. Yeah, just another obstacle for those poor, poor characters Aww. in their suits. Just like webbing <laughs> their their legs and eyes. You're the worst. I mean, it's just like silly <laughs> strings. It's like silly string. Oh, they're gonna hate. I think that. you use it to break out of Disney jail. Like the guards Ooh. walking around with the keys. Ooh, yeah. Because I'm assuming we all you're, end you're up in, in Disney, Disney jail. jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Guys go to We've Disney all been to Disney jail. Who hasn't? Disney whale. Guys, the real super villain of Joker was the super rats. Uh, I'm glad we're talking about this finally because uh, I want to know what powers does a super rat have? Like Deliver eats. pizza to any... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, teaches uh, karate to yeah, turtles. There you go. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. Eric's yeah. reference was nerdy. And oh, I like nice. Nerdy, uh, fresh rogi. Uh, and that's the uh, third one. Yeah. Uh, great. That's oh. the right, show. So, uh, what are your totals? Uh, three. Uh, two and three eighths. <laughs> two and three eighths. Two. Two. <gasps> Did I win? Three. Nice. Oh, Marina. Marina. Uh, I thought you were doing. I thought you were doing. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> All right. So Eric, no, it's gone. Uh, Dan, oh, I'm so sorry for your family. Uh, Ooh, I win.
I wish Dan has to dance for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, so all right. So it would be different if his name wasn't Dan. <laughs> what? He, 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 it's in the name. Dan dance. Dan dance. Uh, Dan oh, performed yeah. the Dan dance, dance Dan. for the rest of the episode. Uh, I'll do the uh, dance from Joker. Great. Wait. Oh yeah. All right. So uh, that's it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thanks so much for going <laughs> rogue with us. Thanks to our guests, uh, Eric Voss, uh, Marina Mastros, and Dan Torson. Dan, where can we find you? <laughs> uh, you, you really have to look, but you could uh, you can find me uh, UCB uh, in Los Angeles uh, Mondays usually. Um, What's your Herald team name? Uh, my Herald team's name is Joyride. There Check you go, out. Joyride. Right. Joyride, at got Joyride at UCB. Joyride at UCB. Eric, what do we got coming out? Uh, uh, so we got some more takes on things you might have missed in the Joker, specifically with uh, Thomas Wayne's character. Um, and again, come to LA Comic Con if you live in the LA area this this Saturday the twelfth at three p.m. Um, and if you're in the LA area, if you can't make it to that, I'm doing a play Thursday, Friday, and Saturday called Slaughtering the Swampland. Find me Ooh. on Twitter. Yay! And, uh, Good job, Eric. Uh, Marina, you got anything else? I'm on Twitter at Marina Mastros. Great. Yay. Uh, guys, make sure to get this feed uh, on podcast first so that you can hear this disgusting dance. Uh, so you can over the place. This is not the Joker dance. It's close. <laughs> this is worse. Uh, it is uh, worse. It's definitely more psychopathic. Also, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at, and Instagram at Philip Molina and follow New Rockstars at New Rockstars. Guys, support us on Patreon, too. It really helps a lot. Thank you oh, guys yeah, so that... much. Keep dancing. Yay. Thanks, guys. Yay. With the web shooters. <laughs> you like-